Hey there, I'm Terry, and I'm the intuitive healer for folks who have anxiety and want to access their soul evolution and intuition. There's more than meets the eye here as we chat and hang out in these episodes that have spiritual, esoteric, multidimensional, somatic, quantum techniques, tools, and tips to help you get unstuck and move you forward in your day-to-day life. So join me in discovering your path to help you clear anxiety of the past, align your energy to the present, and create your new future. Well, hello. So happy to be here with you. I hope you're enjoying all of the previous podcasts. So this week, or this this podcast is uh, inspired, I guess you can say, by a very interesting experience that I had last night. By the way, if you hear snorting, that's the dog in the background. <laughs> I have a brachiocephalic shih tzu mix, and uh, she snorts, and she's playing with her toy. So you might hear some fabulous snortation done by the performing artist, Chelsea. So last night I had a dinner. I'm a member of a private club and we had a dinner and it was really actually a fabulous dinner. Uh, I'm on a committee and there's a lot of different personalities in this committee and everybody pretty much is a very strong personality and has opinions, very strong opinions. Sometimes there was agreement and sometimes there was not agreement, but everybody played nicely together, which is actually very relieving considering, you know, the climate and the atmosphere of so much separation and, um, distinction out there based on people's opinions and matters, especially, of course, in the area of politics. Yes. So as someone, meaning me, who basically has created not only a life, but lives a lifestyle of not always dealing with the material, physical world, right? A lot of, most of what I'm dealing with most of the time is non-physical energy, right? And how can I course correct myself uh, so that I am in energetic alignment with myself so that I can help other people, right? So there's a constant awareness and a constant mindfulness of where am I, what am I feeling, and if I'm not liking what I'm feeling, allowing that energy to just move through my body so that I can get to the next now moment, right? Because every moment is a now moment. So that's how I live my life, which is pretty much not traditional, right? Most of us, most humans have some sort of nine to five job where they're working for somebody else, although that is definitely changing, right? And most of us have certain conditioning and programming and we tend to follow rules and we just tend to follow things and we become identified you know with the person place or thing around us because that's the physical material world yes 
so, you know, I'm sort of a unicorn in that, as you guys know, if you've been listening to me or if you've worked with me before. So I'm at, I'm in this dinner last night with, I would say the majority of the people there are very physical world, material world focused. And it's always very interesting to be in an environment like that because you do start to notice as somebody who can sort of see more objectively and witness and is aware that everybody has their own energetic system and everybody's entitled to their own truth um, and everybody has their own navigational system, whether they, you know, are in tune with it or not. It's a whole other story, but everybody has their own and everybody can do what they need to do what's best because they have all of their own individual soul contracts with the divine and their own souls are working out, you know, the aspects of divine love to regulate emotions, divine intelligence to regulate thoughts and divine power to regulate the responses, reactions, and, you know, movements or any actions of the body, right? So everybody's got their own individual, right? So there's just a bunch of us that just go around bumping into each other, right? Well, I was at this dinner last night and I was, I'm always slightly nervous being around the type of this group of people. Am I stereotyping? Possibly, possibly, but I've actually had experience where being with a group of what I would call generally speaking cynics, and I'll explain the difference, um, can be very, uh, what's the word? Shrinking? I guess, you know, it's really easy to shrink your energy when you're around a cynic because no matter what you say, no matter what you do, will never penetrate their informational system of being more open-minded, right? And I prefer a skeptic over a cynic any day. We were actually able to have very intelligent conversations last night, which was so relieving because I, in this environment, I have been in this environment before with these type of people where I am just shut down, just absolutely shut down and treated not very nicely, like not even acknowledged, not regarded, um, and talked about behind my back, you know, as humans do, because that's what humans do. But last night was such a great, it was a really great experience. And I held my own very well. And I really, what I was doing was being aware of my navigational system, right? Because I cannot be responsible for what another person does or how another person thinks or what another person says, right? I can only take care of me, myself, and my energy. And so I really made sure to focus on the fact that I was coming from this place of compassion, right? The compassion of... It's not just being open-minded, you guys. It's about almost giving someone else permission. And, and that sounds like you have control, like you're like you have control over them, which you don't, but it's an allowance. It's like it's like it's like gifting them the ability to say whatever it is that they want, do what they do without taking it personal. 
So I, I'm realizing now as I'm just getting into you that sounds like, you know, like, oh, I deem you this, that, and the other thing, like, I'm a queen and you can do whatever you want. But it's not that. It's it's coming from a place of compassion, um, understanding that they have their own values. Other people have their own values. They have their own conditioning. They have their own trauma, right? They have their own set of rules, they have their own experiences, which are not mine, right? And so coming from a place of compassion, actually, that's a higher vibrational frequencies. And what higher vibrational frequencies will do is they will entrain lower vibrational frequencies. So they'll kind of gobble them up and neutralize them. Because I don't, I, and so like, for example, me coming in with compassion and also, obviously, the knowledge from experience before of like this particular group of people has their opinions and they're very staunch in their opinions, right? Because they're skeptic, which is show me because I'm curious. I, I, you know, give me a skeptic any day because skeptics will come from curiosity, right? They're like, well, show me another option, show me another way. I'm open to learn. And a cynic is just, they'll just shut you down. They're like, no, 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 no. There's no other possible way. That's it. Right. And normally I find myself, you know, in this position where I might have to defend what I do for a living, you know, defend the divine, even though they, you know, the divine does not need defense. When I come from this when I shift the perception and I come from a place of compassion where I'm like, no, 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 it's okay that they don't agree because then I'm not being any better than they are, right? But compassion is actually a really, really strong energy and it will entrain those lower frequencies, you know, of having to be right, right? So when you're coming, when you're, when you're talking with somebody who is not on the same level as, I don't want to say level, but level playing field in terms of your opinion, someone who's not, who doesn't share the same opinion, who has a different value system, perhaps, you know, they have different beliefs coming from a complete, coming from a place of compassion allows you to actually give them the space that they need to say and do what they need to say, and that gets the energy out of their body, right? Because a lot of times when we're having an opinion or we're trying to state something, we want to be heard, right? And that energetic frequency, that energy can accumulate in the body if you're not being heard. And then eventually it will collect big enough to turn into anxiety, you know? being heard by somebody is extremely important because it's a sense, it's a type of acknowledgement. Yes. So even if someone is saying a different opinion or not agreeing with you, can you get yourself into a, into that state of compassion and maybe even curiosity? Like maybe you are the cynic, right? Or are you the skeptic? So can you come from this place of, I'll hear what you have to say, don't have to agree, but I want you to be able to say it because I don't want this energy to build up in your body so that you have a breakdown and then, you know, if you're living with the person, it, it can come back to you in that way, right? So that's just one aspect. But being compassionate really does allow for the space to create what's called emotional safety, 
And if you're creating a space for somebody where there is emotional safety, the relationship, the, the, the conversation, the direction of whatever is going on can actually continue moving and have a momentum, right? So we're not here to agree with everybody or disagree with everybody. We're here to have our own resonation, what works best for us so that we can be of service to the all, right? So that we can be good for other people. And what I mean by that is like healthy, like allow them to do what they need to do, right? Which in turn will allow us to do what we need to do, right? So, you know, there's there's two facets to this. Are you being skeptical? Am I being skeptical? Am I being cynical? Are you being cynical? Remember, the difference is cynical is like there's no room for a different opinion. You know, no matter what you say, it's no, 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 no. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. No, 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 no matter what. And a skeptic is kind of like, well, you know, let's see, tell me more, right? I kind of want to know more about that. Even if they end up not changing their mind after you're sharing, you know, why you think A, B, and C, the fact that they listened, the fact that they were curious, the fact that they were open says really big, mature things about that person. And we cannot control other people even though (laughs) we'd love to, right? Wouldn't that be cool? The experience last night really inspired me to talk to you about coming across skeptics, coming across cynics. You're not here. I'm not here to change anybody's mind for their opinions, right? Because we're all allowed. We're sovereign beings in which we can have our own resonance what works for us, right? And if you're going to fight to be right in, and make the other person wrong or bad, you're shutting them down. That is not creating relationship. It doesn't even matter whether it's romantic, whether it's platonic, whether it's familial. Somehow we think that if we agree with someone else that we're going to fall into that, I'm sorry, agree or disagree, whatever, that we're going to be drawn into that way of being if we hear somebody else's opinion, you know, and no, that's not true, right? I'm not having a conversation with you to tell you you're wrong because you don't believe in the divine or you have this opinion view of what psychics or mediums or healers or shamans are about, right? I'm not here to change your mind. I'm just here to be me. And I'm here to experience you. Who are you? I'm curious about you, right? That's the open-mindedness. Look, there are things we know we know, right? Example, I know that one plus one equals two. There are things we know that we don't know, right? So I know personally that I don't know anything about chemistry. So that actually, both of these examples so far fall into the realm of knowing, right? Well, there are way more things, way more experiences that I haven't had, 
way more opportunities that are waiting in the wing that I just don't know about, right? So there are so many more things that I don't know that I don't even know about until I experience them or have a conversation with somebody or learn about, and then it comes into my frame of knowing whether I know that I don't know that or whether I know I know that, right? So much of our life, we are living thinking we know things and we just don't. Well, that's not true. We do know. We know there are things we know and we know there are things we don't know, but there are so many more things that we don't know that we don't even know. So when you're being cynical and you're not allowing somebody else to have their own opinion or their own way of being, and again, you don't have to do it. You don't have to go into their way. You don't have to do their thing, but you know, having the compassion and understanding that they're having their own human experience too, just like you are. And we're actually all in this together, right? So I was really, last night's dinner was wonderful because even though most of the people don't believe in the work that I do and that's okay, even though that's the case, I had the respect where in the past I have not had the respect from, from these kinds of people. And I'm just so grateful for that. And there's that appreciation, right? And now there's the compat. I have a lot more compassion for them in regards to, you know, they're knowing that, hello, they're, they can have their own experience. So my suggestion to you, and of course you do what you want to do, Right is see if you can come from a more compassionate, open place, especially to somebody who is so closed or somebody who is so not open-minded, not willing to see or have your opinion. Can you hold that compassion for them and understand that they're just coming from what they know? There's so much more that they don't know that they don't know that they haven't had access to yet yet right it's always interesting to have conversations you know so in 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 the climate these days especially with politics not everybody has to agree as a matter of fact it's it's boring if everybody agrees but making somebody wrong for having a different opinion or a different way of life than than you have doesn't mean it's wrong or bad that's that's the entanglement of the lower soul the identification and it gets complicated but that's my story and I'm sticking to it so my suggestion to you would be to if you can as often as possible start approaching life from curiosity and compassion because we're all just doing the best that we can right now we really are we really really are just wanted to pop in here and, and say that. And uh, yeah, I hope uh, my prayer for everybody here is like, let's have some compassion and let's have curiosity because we have no clue what we're doing now. <laughs> none of us know anything. That's the funny part. And the reality is none of us know anything until we actually know it. Right? Right. Bye. Well, Our time in this now moment together has ended, but another now moment is on its way. Thank you so much for joining me in this human journey and listening to this podcast, The Portal with Terry Huberman. I sure hope you're getting something out of it. 
I'm here to help you clear anxiety from the past, align your energy into the present, and help you create your future. My prayer for you is to find the peace and calmness in any given now moment so you can recognize when blessings are afoot and you get to choose your next adventure. Be curious and stay connected. You can always find me at terryhuberman.com. Bye now.